You're listening to Wastoids. In the early 80s, one of the founding bands of skate punk was formed on the concrete paved banks of Phoenix. Influenced by hardcore and surf, Jodie Foster's Army, or JFA, specialized in brutally fast music. Not a single song on their debut album crosses the three minute mark, and more than a few don't cross the one minute mark. On Valley of the Aches, vocalist Brian Brannon rails against preps, gossipers, cops, and Reagan whose taxi driver-influenced would-be assassin John Hinckley Jr. inspired the band's name. But he saved some of his gnarliest lyrics for a local radio DJ, a guy named Johnny D. This is In The Crates, conversations with record collectors on Wastoids. This is Wastoids. This is Wastoids. This is Wastoids. This is Wastoids. If you're seriously into vinyl in the Southwest, there's a good chance you know the name John Dixon, or Johnny D. Since the 60s, he's worked nearly every angle when it comes to music. Drumming in bands, broadcasting, promoting shows, and working at record labels. He was on the ground in the UK when punk hit and did A&R for artists like Kraftwerk and Kate Bush. These days, he's focused on archiving musical history, working with labels like Rhino, Numero Group, Light in the Attic, and Ramco. Record collectors have stories. Here's one of them, from Johnny D in 1980, about the founding of one of Arizona's first alternative radio stations, K15, where he played the new wave shit that pissed JFA off so much. Important takeaway you need to know before we get into the story, Johnny D didn't take it personally. Well, that's part of punk, man. You you dislike a lot of things and uh, and uh, let people know about it. So uh, I've always uh, enjoyed it. And every now and then someone will put it together and go, are, are you the Johnny D on the, on the JFA uh, record? And... Uh, um, I will uh, I will fess up to it. So was he bummed out hearing that the most aggressive and explosive band in town had a vendetta against him? It's like one of those press things, you know, good press, bad press, just spell my name right. You know, you stick your neck out of your hole, uh, there's always going to be people or things that, you know, that they're not going to like you for whatever reason. Either, hey, 
I'm a pretty cool guy, and yet you somebody doesn't perceive it that way. So, so, and and even then, um, I had a little, and I'm not saying it was that high, but a little more a higher profile, you know, programming radio stations and stuff. So, in 1980, slightly before JFA had even formed, Dixon was hired to program Phoenix's first alternative station. From sunup to sundown, the station was only permitted to air during daylight hours. K-15 played music by bands like The Clash, The Jam, The Ramones. It was kind of the first blast of um, modern music or punk punk music. Uh, but in that would be The Police and Elvis Costello and all of that of the punk scene in quotes. So sure. we, were, we were playing all, all genre, but uh, to me... Uh, then and now, it was always about the song. So sure. uh, um, I do remember just being um, appreciative and supportive of the local scene, being aware. Uh, and, you know, Mary McCann was there. I mean, we had some really hip, you know, people that were out and about and uh, aware of the music scene here at the time. And certainly, um, you know, JFA was, uh, was part of it. But that song just kind of... Uh, just kind of lives on from that uh, time. So I really, as I say, I just kind of remember hearing it and, and chuckling and making a note of it, and then that was, uh, that was it for, uh, for a long time. Despite being immortalized in the song, K-15's reign was short-lived. It only lasted on the air for six months. A few years later, working a show at the Mason Jar, the same building that's now home to the Rebel Lounge, Dixon had his first run-in with a JFA member. It was the drummer, Bam Bam, playing a show with his band, Rabid Rabbit. You might expect it to be awkward, only it wasn't. Rabbit Rabbit was opening a show at the Mason Jar for some other group, and Bam Bam was there for the, <clears throat> for the sound check, and uh, he had a little kid's bike, a little, just a little kitty bike, and he was spinning it around the, the floor in front of the stage, you know, and he goes, and and so, because um, I'll be honest, I might not have even you know put the two together. Bam, bam, realize it, realize it, yeah. It, it, and and he kind of came. Hey, Johnny D, man, you know, I just want you to know, man, we we never we never met anything bad, you know, about that song. It was just we just we just wanted to do it, and uh, uh, you know, kind of nothing personal, sort of a thing. And I said, well, well, thanks. I said, you know, I didn't know uh, no. Uh, um, you know, no hurt no intended, taken. no offense intended. <laughs> so, uh, so that was the first time that I've ever had any interaction that I remember. Since then, Johnny D has remained more than cordial with JFA, which continues to this day. JFA didn't just invent skate punk, he says. Early members went on to contribute to the foundational skateboarding magazine Thrasher. Vocalist Brian Brannon even served as a longtime editor there. In 2013, DC Jam Records released a tribute to the band featuring East Bay Ray of the Dead Kennedys, Mike Watt, Johnny Two Bags of Social Distortion, and the Denver band Frontside Five covering Johnny D. But it also features Johnny D himself returning the favor with his own composition. I hate JFA. They're such fucking geeks, playing that two-chord shit, trying for a punk band hit. You're so lame, Phoenix is game. You suck, 
Your life's in a rut. Go on and die. You're why I know. You're just four fucked weirdos on skateboards. Nearly 40 years on, John still finds his brush with punk infamy amusing. But his respect for JFA, and by extension, Phoenix's raging early punk scene, which we'll be documenting a lot more here on Wastoids, lingers on. These days, John not only collects JFA records, he's big on their signature skate decks, too. You've got a JFA skate deck, too, now, right? Several. Several? I collect them. You collect them. Yeah. No, they're collectible. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, uh, I never skated. Uh, I've often thought of getting up on one of them, but I, I know I'd bust my hip or something. This is In the Crates on Wasteoids. This episode featured music from JFA and Johnny D. Plus, Nick Reinhardt, Mike Mandel, Tone Set, and Wasteoids. Check out details over at Wasteoids.com. We've also got some cool photos of JFA and Johnny D. And you don't have to be online to reach us. We've got a hotline you can call any time of day or night. Dial 1-877-WASTOIDS to share what's been on your mind. Tell us what you can't get out of your head. Here's a recent message, a classic case of a nap triggering an entrance into a parallel dimension. Take it away, caller. Uh, yeah, hello, guys. Uh, it's me. You know, well, okay, here's the thing. I, I slept on the train, and I woke up, and here I am, and none of this feels real, and I swear I'm disassociating like really crazy. Like, the words I'm saying are disconnected from my actual body. So, that's weird. Okay, bye. Oh, uh, good luck, 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 good luck,